All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 371 of the Person Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller, and today I got a very, very loaded show for you guys. Um, I'm actually really excited about everything I'm about to talk about today because football season is getting closer and you're getting more information, and it's starting to make you think about some of the players that are going to be participating on these teams. Georgia Southern, Atlanta Falcons. If you don't know by now, this is a podcast for Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. This is the first and frame rate show. I am via baller and on a daily basis, I try my best to give you the best content possible when it comes to these two teams. Uh, for First and foremost, I've been a fan of both teams for a long time and uh, I just love talking football and I love talking about everything in between you know the wins and losses and and the off season and the end season i love i love talking about all this stuff so uh, hopefully you guys will continue to support i appreciate everybody who has been supporting and uh it's just it's just a wonderful time because football is almost here if it's your first time here welcome like i said i can be listened in on various platforms i said this plenty of times uh but i'll continue to uh, to repeat it so you guys know I am on YouTube and Rumble. I also can be found on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So if you want to listen outside of um, your the regular times this uh, show is started, you can be your own program director and listen to the show at your leisure. All right, let, let's go ahead and get into this because I, I got a lot to unpack and I want to get into what is taking place right now. Eight Eagles, eight Georgia Southern Eagles make the Athlon Sports preseason all Sun Belt team. Five of them were named to the second team, which is actually pretty cool. And the uh, other three made the fourth team. Now, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know they had that many teams, you know, when it comes to, you know, you know, all Sun Belt or all SEC or all ACC or whatever the case may be. But I'm not going to complain about it because I feel like these guys could be second team or, or even third team or whatever case may be. These guys are just, well, more than capable of producing at a high level on the football field. So I talked about Logan Langemeyer yesterday, did a, did a video, uh, did a, uh, not only just a video, I did a podcast episode about him in the offensive line. He's second team on offense. And also another guy I didn't talk about much, offensive lineman Khalil Crowder. So like I said, we don't talk much about the offensive line, but the offensive line is actually pretty good. It's probably one of our strongest points that nobody really talk about. So um, good to see those guys make the second team offense. Second team defense, Derek Canteen. What, what more can you say about that kid? And safety, Anthony Wilson. So I don't talk much about Anthony Wilson either, but it's good to see him on the second team defense. Uh, second team specialist is punter Anthony Beck, which I think he should have made first team because Anthony Beck is a phenomenal punter. Unfortunately, we got to see a lot of him last year, and it's not really a good sign when you see your punter a lot on the football field, but it's okay. We're going to turn things around. We'll see how that plays out. Now, the fourth team offense, um, we got running back Jalen White and, and wide receiver Caleb Hood. Now, Caleb Hood is a guy I haven't talked about in a long time. Caleb Hood is a guy who can play wide receiver fairly well, and he's pretty good on special teams. And but you know, I I, I want to see more action of uh, with with him on the field. I, I'm not 100 sure if he was one of the guys that got hurt last year. I'm not sure. I cannot. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's the case. But I will say that it's cool to see his name out there. That just goes to show that somebody he's on somebody's radar. And what can you say about Jalen White? I've been following Jalen White ever since he came to the school. 
from uh, Alabama. And now I think this is his time. This is his time that he's going to show us what he's made of. So his junior year, he's coming up. It looks like he's going to be running back number one. For some reason, I got a gut feeling that, uh, you know, Coach Clay Helton um, and uh, Coach Merritt liked him a lot. Looks like he's going to be running the ball. And I can't wait to see what he's capable of doing because I think this kid is going to be really, really special. Especially when you have an offensive line like like the one we have, you know. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out. And last but not least, definitely not least, fourth team defense is defensive lineman Justin Ellis. Now Justin Ellis is a returning defensive lineman coming in for his fifth or sixth years uh, on the team. I'm going to look this up to find out. I think this is this is uh, sixth year, so he's going to be coming back. Played very well last year. Um, last year he had seven. Um, he had seven tackles for loss, five sacks. You know, uh, four quarterback hurries, one forced fumble, and one pass breakup. R- pretty instant. You know, pretty uh diverse. Uh, you know, stat line right there. He played all twelve games. Played over six hundred snaps. So now this is another situation where I say. I understand this four I don't understand this fourth team thing where you got like guy like Justin Ellis could possibly could have been a second team all Sun Belt. But it's all preseason. We don't know, you know, what they're measure what they're all measured by or whatever, but at the end of the day, uh, what we're looking at here is some guys that are gonna be pretty cool to watch. And like like we, we have a lot of talent on this team. So with that being said, let me fix my camera. Let me fix that a little bit. Oh yeah. With that being said, I think that we're going to be, uh, you know, just fine. We're going to be just fine. Um, the, like I said, the Morgan State, the, the first four games are really going to, well, I ain't going to say the first four. The first two games probably probably going to really tell us what we're about because we're going to be playing a lesser team that's less talented than us. We're going to be playing a team that's more talented than us. So we got to be somewhere either better or in between those two teams. I'm not really, you know, um, now, before I go to the next topic, I'm not really, you know, uh, I'm not really tripping. I'm, I'm not going to be really tripping or really be upset if we lose to Nebraska. But one thing I don't want, I don't want a situation how it was when we played against Arkansas where everything just went wrong when we had a chance to actually make that competitive, but our secondary just could not cover anybody. So with our secondary back, like I said, with, sec- with Derek Canteen, Anthony Wilson, and you still got Ashton Whitner and, and you got the other guys that are going to be playing, uh, Najee Thompson, which I'm surprised Najee Thompson is not on this list. But, you know, like I said, I can make a whole episode about Najee Thompson. Don't be surprised if you see one before the season starts. Nevertheless, you know, when you got all these guys that are coming back with some of the, you know, uh, some of the guys in the secondary and the guy and some of the freshmen that are coming in, I would not be surprised, you know, we see something really, really special, especially on September 10th against Nebraska. I would not be surprised. But nevertheless, shout out to these eight guys who've made the awesome belt um team, uh preseason awesome belt team. Pretty cool to see. Pretty, pretty cool to see. Uh can't wait to see what these guys do on the field. Now, let's get into this right here. Coach Arthur Smith is out here telling everybody how well Desmond Ritter is catching on to the uh, offense. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm really not. If you watch anything of Desmond Ritter throughout his college career, which I didn't watch much. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, I watch all the Cincinnati games or whatever the case may be. No, but I did go back to watch some of the things that he's done. I've watched some of the things that he's capable of. 
I watch him play football on the field, and he looks like he's a guy that can that that really knows the game and he plays the game very clean. You know, it seems like a guy that that bring that takes information and implement that information onto the field. With that being said, it looks like that's what he's doing. Uh, Coach Arthur Smith has been quoted um, in various, uh, you know, various articles. But this one I'm looking at Pro Football Talk. I may just put the link down in the description so you guys can read it yourself. He said, um, so Coach Smith said, he's light years ahead of most young quarterbacks from the neck up. I will give him that compliment. And Coach Smith don't really like to get too many compliments. He said he also said that he clearly has he has he clearly got I think this is written wrong. Let me see. He's clear clear okay, clearly he's got to continue to improve. Okay, that that just reads real real bad. But behind the scenes, there's things that he's done that have impressed me as a rookie. Uh also Ritter said that he started to feel comfortable with the playbook and his techno and uh, terminology. He said, uh, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. This is Ritter. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was going to come in and struggle a bit. We're almost all the way through installs and put in, in all those checks. I've got a good grasp of it. It kind of surprised me, honestly, you know. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't have picked it up, but I thought it would take me a little bit longer, an extra couple of days, but I would have been able to pick it up pretty smoothly. Now, I also saw another um I also saw another interview or like a little Q and A real quick where a reporter stopped and asked Desmond Ritter, um, how's he coming along? And Desmond Ritter basically said everything's going fe- going fine. And what he's been doing is really interesting. He said he takes the terminology, records it in his iPhone, which, you know, I'm not a really big fan of like technology like that when it comes to phones, because I feel like, you know, Android, Apple, whatever, but I have an Apple phone, um, iPhone. These, these phones are pretty cool. Uh, I, I, you can do a lot. Not saying you can't do a lot with Android, but you know, I don't want to go down that road, but you know what I mean? I, he said he go, he, he, he records it in his iPhone and he listens to himself, repeat him, repeat the terminology back in his AirPods when he's away from, you know, the facility or when he's home. This just goes to show me that this kid really lives, eats, and breathes football. And this this is what you want to see in a quarterback. Now, I can't speak for Matt Ryan. I can't speak for Michael Vick. But, you know, there's been reports of with the whole situation with Michael Vick and how he took the all, you know, the playbook seriously. But that's another story for another day. I can't speak for all the other quarterbacks that came behind or came before Desmond Ritter, as far as the Falcons go, but when you have a quarterback that's doing something like this, um, you got to sit back and really say, you know what, we may need to give this guy some time to really see what he's about. Because yeah, I know at the end of the day, performing on the field is everything. I get it. Performing on the field is 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 what it's about. But at the same time, when you're looking at a situation where a kid is trying to put in the work and try to soak in so much information at the same time. It is very hard to sit back and be like, man, I, I can't, I want to see this happen. I want to see that happen. You know, I don't think he's going to do that. I don't think he's going to do that. Yeah, it's cool to have an opinion, but at the same time, flip that around and be like, you know what? Even though I feel that way, I got to respect what he's doing. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people that leans on Matt Ryan are very scared to do 
they don't want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. They don't want to give this guy time. They don't want to give him a fair shake because a lot of people just love Matt Ryan. And I get it. I, I do too. I love the fact that everything that he's done for Atlanta, but when you have that salary, you know, and you can't build the team properly, I was reluctant to the trade at first, but there's a reason why I'm behind this microphone and not in the front office. <laughs> you know, these guys is, know what they're doing because you look at the team now. I mean, we got a lot of talent on the team that we probably couldn't afford before, and we're definitely going to have a lot of money to play around with next year. So whatever that Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot is doing, and I don't want to sound like a broken record when I say this, whatever they're doing, for some reason it's working right now. You know, now does it equate the wins and losses? Well, we're going to have to wait and see about that. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I do. But when I see what, what, what Desmond Ritter is doing, I'm looking at this kid and like, okay, this guy may get a, a fair shake at starting day one. And if that's if that happens, I'm not against that. Because if any one of these kids, him or Mariota start, you have a backup that's more than capable of doing something if something was to happen and he has to step in. I think this is a W for for the Falcons. It may not happen overnight. It may not happen over a course of a year. But I feel like the Falcons are on a direction that's going to be, you know, ascending. We're going up. We're going to be trending up. I, I I don't see any situation right now where there's some doubts to say that, okay, we could backslide even further where we were for the past four years when we missed the playoffs. I, I, don't, I don't see that. Can anybody tell me where, where, where that is? Because I, I don't know. But nevertheless, this right here, what we're doing now is phenomenal. I want to see these guys implement their game plan on the field. I want to see all the things that Desmond Ritter is 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 taking in as information implemented on the field. I want to see, I really want to see Arthur Smith's ideas and concept and his philosophy implemented on the field because we saw a little bit of it last year with a broken wide receiver group you know, with a running game that 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 relied on a, a basically or relied on a wide receiver, and one of the bright and pretty much the bright spot of the team was, uh, uh, you know, uh, AJ Terrell that was locking down one half of the field, Foya Lilcon having to tackle everybody comes his way, and uh, and a Cordell Patterson. I mean, not. A, I'm sorry, and a Kyle Pitts that was a rookie that nobody could stop. So those three things sound great. One of those guys are gone now, but those things sound great. But you know what I want to really rely on? I want to rely on us just being able to have our way with defenses. And I'm not saying like punish them and push them around. I just want to, I, I just want to be able to execute against any defense that we go up against. I want to be able to do that. And that's how you win games. You win games executing on offense and shutting down on defense. They don't have to do, they don't have to score 30 and 40, you know, get points a game. They just need to do enough to not turn the ball over and be able to sustain drives. And on defense, 
All we have to do is, is make sure that we hold the team down to two scores. And, you know, and this is a funny thing. Before I close, I'm going to say this. It's funny when I put that out on Twitter. People look at me like I was crazy. I mean, it's, it's your own fan base. Talking about, I, I, like I said, I feel that if we're able to hold a team to two scores, we can win at least 10 games. Now, you got to mind you, two scores is anywhere between six points and 14 points. If we could do that, we could win. To, that, that, I mean, anybody can dispute that. They, I feel like we can win games if we do that. And you got people, your own fan base, you no, know, trying to shut that down. You know what? This is why I said in, in, in episodes a while back. Don't worry about these, this fan base. Don't worry about people that are just not. I ain't gonna say like that are critical of the team because yeah, we still got uh, we got we got issues we could talk about, but just overtly negative. Why 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 should we even listen to them? And and, and I'm I'm being a hypocrite right now addressing them, but it it just comes really, it, it comes full circle and it comes really frustrating when you have a guy like Desmond Ritter who's putting in the work, who's making things happen trying to figure out the offense, getting all this information and trying to implement it on the football field. When you have Arthur Smith basically gutting this team and turning this team around, transforming his team in a, in one offseason, him and Terry Fontenot, you got him doing all of that. You got them doing all of that, and you still got people saying, well, it's not number two, so. But sometimes some of these people, the same people was ragging number two because he wasn't getting the job done. Now some of these people are Colts fans. It's ridiculous. I'm just going to leave it right there. If you like this commentary, hit if you like this podcast, hit the like button. Share this commentary. Share this podcast. Subscribe to the channels if you haven't already. Subscribe to Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. I'm also on YouTube and Rumble. Subscribe to those areas. Make sure that you are locked in so anytime I put up any content, you guys will be the first one to get it. Also, um, be your own program manager. Download and subscribe to any of those podcast avenues. Also, um, give me a five-star rating on that Apple star chart. Let me know what I'm doing well. Let me know if I'm doing anything different. If I'm doing anything wrong, please give me some feedback in any of the comments areas where you can because I do like to read them. Also, you can follow me on Twitter. Let me know how everything is going, how you feel about the team as far as the Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Southern football. All the links are down in the description. My uh, Twitter handle is VFBaller, but you can check all that stuff out down in the description, all my links and all the other good stuff. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We're going to keep it rocking and rolling, and we're going to get ready for the uh, Friday edition of the show and go back into another weekend. So sounds good, right? Sounds good. Thank you guys for watching and all the support. You guys make this go. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I will see you guys on a Friday. You guys take it easy and you guys be blessed. Peace.